We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. online sports betting day here in Massachusetts. Six online sports books have gone live. Make sure you've got the very, very best in betting information. Yes, you can listen, listen to, to this. Yeah, you can listen <laughs> to this show and get the advice of a guy who likes the gut plays at 11, 17, and 1. Or, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. Zero and zero. Oh, oh, and oh now is Christian Fourier. I'm reclaiming my virginity is what I'm doing. Oh, really? Yes. So you're a uh, you're a bet again instead of a born again. Yeah. Yeah. You're a bet again. I, so, which means I'm a tad bit delusional. You know? Well. It's fine. You know? It, work, it works for me. Well, that's all that matters. That's right. As long as you're comfortable. As long as you can stare into the camera in Twitch and feel comfortable with yourself. Guy Smiley, then you'll be okay. Guy Smiley, <laughs> stop it. I, uh, BetQL is your one-stop shop for sports betting insights designed to help you beat the books. Text BET to 37937. Text BET to 37937 for a special link. It's a page for Massachusetts bettors. That's BET. Text bet to three seven ninety three seven. Message and data rates apply. Uh, sign up for BetQL and get all the uh, very best inside information. All right, Foya, you yeah. have been luxury shopping. You bought six figure cars, million dollar houses, gotten million dollar paydays, things like all that. The all, all the leather jackets. All the leather jackets. Five of them. All and in, in his room with leather bound books. Oh man, you could sit with his leather jackets. So you've gone luxury shopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna enter. Uh, imagine call that, we call that with with discretionary income. Oh, there you go. Let's use that. Okay. Uh, well, the Patriots won't be using discretionary uh, no. income for this no. exercise. So we're going to go into imagination land for a moment. Okay. Money picks none of that. Okay. It's not an issue. Doesn't matter. A luxury on offense and a luxury on defense for the Patriots. Where would you begin thinking about going luxury shopping for a piece on offense 
for oh, this on roster. Offense. Well, an offense. Can I can I take anybody on anybody's team or just or just the guys well, who are available? I would available. say I would say guys that are available. Thing you know, because like everybody would love to like trade for Aaron Donald. Okay, fine. But in terms of some of the players that are out there that are available, whether it's wide receiver, whether it's offensive line, who knows? Maybe so, there's a maybe there's another cheapo tight end that you've got no. your eye on, whatever it would be. See, the luxury shopping at the wide receiver position is not really what I would call high-end luxury shopping, though. There's some, hey, this used to be in trend and on trend like, you know, three years ago, but eh, nobody's wearing that anymore. Okay, so let me ask you this. would Because I think a guy like Brandon Cooks is available. And to your point, you can look at Berrios and Thielen, yep. and it looks like T. Higgins is not going to be traded, yep. right? That's luxury shopping. All right, we know that Odell Beckham Jr. is out there. Again, I don't yeah. know. Is is he still? It feels like right now, wide receiver, the only guy available that might hit luxury shopping yeah. status might be DeAndre Hopkins. I was going to say, and he's more of a classic, right? He never goes out of style. You know, Odell Beckham Jr., eh, nobody's really, you know, nobody really cares. You know, you're 30 years old. You haven't played in a couple years. You're having a workout today that looks like the Patriots are attending. So everyone's going to check you out and see what you're – he looks great. He looked good, in, you know, in November when mm-hmm. he was throwing out all these videos about him running around. He, he's fast as hell. He's quick. He, he still looks explosive. I just – that's not a luxury item to me. So really, your only free agent luxury item, you actually own that one right now. It's in your garage. You can drive it if you want to. You just have to pay a little bit of maybe call it an excise tax. I don't know what the hell it is, and that's Jacoby Myers. Because the other wide receivers, would you call Juju Smith-Schuster a luxury item? No. Okay, would you call Odell Beckham Jr. a luxury item? No. Would you call this – now here we – this one, that's where it gets tricky. Alan Lazard. Mm, no, 6'5", 227-pound, play I, for the Packers. I thought you were going to say Allen Robinson. Well, I don't. he's not even on my list. But Michael Thomas was on my list well, from, the, from the New Orleans Saints. And it looks like he's going to go, but you, you and I kind of broke that down a little bit, and Michael Thomas breaks down a lot. No, I know, and, and again, I just don't think there isn't a luxury item where you say, wow, this is um, other than a guy that's on somebody else's team that you would have to trade for. Yeah, that would be Hopkins. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, I think that is uh, I think that is a part of the reason why you kind of walk through this and why you go down this road. Because a lot of people do like Allen Robinson. But you look at Allen Robinson's numbers, like with the Bears in 2021, now they were not a good team. 38 catches, 410 yards. Last year with the Rams, 33 catches, 339 yards. It turned into kind of a disappointing season. So I don't know if that is – I don't know if that's a guy who was, like, in a discount bin at a luxury store. Normally, a luxury stores they don't have discount yeah. bins. But, no. you know, it makes me wonder about a, a, a guy like that. Um, I'm sure a lot are expecting me to go Orlando Brown and bring in a big left tackle and put him in there and put Worth Big the Trent money. to the other side Worth and there the you go. I uh while I do not feel like it is as necessary as others do to go out and get the wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is special. And where I draw the line is is that I think for a lot of fans it is the Adam Thielen got released, got to go sign him. Yeah. Right? It's just name insert name here better than guy on roster so therefore I'm going to go to for me I'm okay with getting a wide receiver if they're a luxury item, I would have traded a one and a two for Devontae Adams last year. That, to me, felt 
low to get that guy. We know he's one of the best in the game. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, the same thing. And if I can get him for a two and then go to him and just be like, hey, man, we're going to tack another year onto your deal. How can we work this to make everybody happy? Yeah, so I, I think he would. I think that guy would be willing to listen because it feels like at this point in in De- DeAndre Hopkins' career, he knew what it was in Houston. They end up getting rid of him. He goes to a place where, in theory, he should put up more numbers, be more impactful. And well, we know that didn't happen because the way the Cardinals were built were flawed. Yeah, but that dude can play. He still has game in him. And how good can a DeAndre Hopkins guy, how good can a guy like DeAndre Hopkins be with coaching like Bill Belichick? I think, to me, I look at this as, okay, which one of these players, if I can compare it to something stupid that I went luxury shopping for, oh. okay, would be the you know the uh, the $2,500 pair of Gator shoes that I bought that I wore once. There we go. I got to buy stupidest thing. Like, everybody was buying them. They'd throw this catalog around on the plane, and then sure enough, sure as hell, I ended up with a, a pair of shoes that cost 2500 bucks that I wore once because they were the most uncomfortable shoes in the history of the world. I wore them once. I have no idea where they are. I think I just threw them out. I'm not even kidding. Are they with the four-wheeler? They're with the four-wheeler and some other things that were left in the old house. (laughs) Somehow, where are my shoes at? Oh, they're in that trash bin over there. Um, No, but no, he's not a guy that I would regret. Not at all. I think he instantly made, and I think he's worth it. Because really, isn't that what it's all about? Like, he's worth it. It, when I, I compared it to like a, a you know a sports car that doesn't go out of style, he's still relevant. If it's just he a two. Still, it's a steal, it's, isn't it? It's a definite steal. And oh, I don't want to pay him all the money. That's what that guy is worth. And he and you will get your money out of him. That's the way I look at it. I, I don't want to fr- like just spend because I have to spend the money. You know, I rather sp- overspend a little bit to get more of a sure thing, and then be real cheap about it. You know, and then get somebody who's supposed to be good and then have to take my chances on his health, on his attitude, on his intelligence. Uh, I'd rather overspend. I definitely owe you'll you'll get your money's worth. Uh what do you make of this? DeAndre Hopkins, um, who technically has two years left on the deal, it was a self negotiated extension that he did with the former GM Steve Kime. Now it looks like Hopkins is adding representation. Is that is that an indicator that he wants to get out, go somewhere? He went without well, one, and now he's going to hire one. There's going to be a reason for I it. I think you know what. I think this. I think he is. Uh, he has said that he is open to like those two years that are left on his contract. He is open to, I guess, you know, redoing that deal. So the numbers are so high. A lot of teams are like, ah, we can't do it. We love you, but it's just we can't fit you in. Patriots. He has been said that. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna let's redo this. And I, listen, I don't want to get into um, like re-signing with a team that signed you and, and adding a year with the GM that you know and you trust. That is, it would be bad business for him to screw you over. That deal's easy to get done. Like, hey, at least you see him in the hallway. Hey, let's just get it done. It's easy. Tack it's, on another year. Tack another Here's year. the money, right? You're, you're working still making out. Amount. Right now, okay, they want to trade you. Uh, you have a new GM. You're not going to work with him. Now you got to work with another guy that you have no relationship with. I better get somebody who can you know, look out for my best interest. That's just smart business. Because there could be a lot of like shenanigans with the deal, with the term, with uh, you know points of emphasis, with the contact, uh, conduct detrimental, which is in every contract. I would, I would make sure I had somebody talking on my behalf. All right. Luxury spend on defense. 
Lots uh-huh. of guys that are out there. There's pass rushers. There's backers. There's corners. Yeah, you I went. You know it. what? I I'm taking the cheese on Jalen Ramsey. I am. I'm taking the cheese on high end cornerbacks, and he, and here's why. I don't know if we can be friends. He, here's why. Well, I mean, it's just his. He's. It's that guy that bugs me in particular. Okay, but every corner is kind of a dink, though. Like they're all kind of just arrogant and just conceited, right? All of them. I guess I'll take your and word made, for well, it. I mean, oh, like Stephon Gilmore was arguably a better player at the time when Ramsey was getting filleted by people uh, who cover the league, and Gilmore was as humble a player as you're going to find. So right now, Jalen Mills is probably your quarterback, your cornerback one. He's your CB one. Yeah. Okay, and then your CB2 would be... Probably Jack Jones right now. Jack Jones, okay, so fine. So in your conference, you have Tyreek Hill and all those guys there. Waddle, you have, uh, you know, what they have up in Buffalo. Uh, Who knows what the Jets are going to do. I just feel like you need, like, you've been willing to go into the Revis playbook and Aqib Tlaib playbook. You've been willing to do the Gilmore thing. I'll even go back to Brandon Browner way back in the day. I mean, you had a different body type, but still that position needs to be locked down solid. And that doesn't mean Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback available. True. There's there's some other ones that are, that are out there that are legitimately free agents that you could probably sign. Um, And he's got two years left on his contract also. And his numbers at around 17, $18 million or something like that. But will he be willing to play ball to be able to play ball elsewhere? Yeah. But but what does he have to, he's not going to lose any money. He's going to make the same amount of money. No, but I think will will he be willing to work with a team to be able to get his, but also make it work for the club as well. Considering this is a guy, by the way, who showed up at one point in time in Jacksonville in a Brinks truck got his money, and then screamed about getting out of there. Yeah, don't you? I mean, I feel like that is so the position. It's just so the position. I just feel like it is. Wide receiver is the same way. Those two guys, those personalities are in lockstep with each other. My luxury buy is very easy for one year for the Patriots. Bobby Wagner. Oh, I like that. He fills all of your problems that you have in the second level. And he's a three-down guy. Now, I'm sure they wouldn't play him three downs here. They would, you know, mix and match him a little bit, try to save him towards the end of the year, you know, that kind of thing. But that guy with these defensive coaches, and it would be, hey, Gerard Mayo, we're handing you a better version of you to put into this defense. (laughs) Did I say that out loud? What can you, uh, but you know what? But that, would that be something the Bill would say to him? Well, I don't know if he'd say it that way, but 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 I, I do think that he, and he also, I think he has a nice little. He likes these historically, you know, you know, uh, high level guys that he's coached against and had to game plan against. Big respect for, and, he, and he's like, you know, this I want this guy in my roster. You know, I feel like he does. It's like he collects things, right? Like you, you look at all the great players, the and he, hoarder. Yeah, yeah, he kind of is. Like I feel like you know, even Junior Sayer, I feel like that was a weird buy, but I mean, but he was one of the best to do it. He's like, even when they brought John Lynch in here for a hot minute, right? That was a weird thing. Like John was here for like a couple preseason games. He's like, ah, but he, but he was one of the. He's a Hall of Famer. Supposedly Seattle's trying to lure Wagner back. Yeah, that makes sense too. That's where he started. It uh, it does. So anyway, if you have some uh, luxury shopping ideas for the Patriots, text us at three seven ninety three seven or. In the Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash Boston, W-E-E-I. Players are squawking about NBA refs. Oh, boy. Fred Van Fleet. 
The editing Billy Lanny had to do for us to be able to air this was amazing. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Crash and Fourier on WEEI. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. Here highlighted player Kevin Durant reacts to the foul call by walking toward the official and clapping repeatedly and overtly at that official. Players are allowed to react to calls with which they disagree, provided the reaction is not overly demonstrative, disrespectful, or prolonged. That is not the case here, however, and a technical foul was correctly assessed. Oh yeah, the NBA, believe it or not, will give you uh, an update on the points of education and they will do like uh, they do on the hockey world, Foyer, which is the, ladies and gentlemen, they, I, I, I can do like, uh, hey, I got to go Canadian. Uh, <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, this went down in the Toronto game last night and we of the NHL board of blah, blah, blah. It's I think it is the uh, the NHL disciplinary committee suspends so and so for three games yeah. like that old deal and here's why apparently the NBA does at least a little bit of that as well but the uh, players in the NBA foyer starting to revolt unlike dudes in the NHL you're right maybe a little bit of a uh, revolt here so late Wednesday night Clippers are taking on Toronto in LA. Toronto ends up losing the game, and unless you were up at 2 a.m. Eastern time, you missed this nugget from Fred Van Fleet where he just fillets the officials. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on most nights, you know, a couple other, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just 
the game up, you know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight, you're competing pretty hard. The third quarter, I get a bull tech, changes the whole dynamic of the game, changes the whole flow of the game. And, um, you know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. They communicate well. And then you got the other ones who just want to be and um, <laughs> just kind of the game up. Nobody's coming to see that. They come to see the players. And um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. And um, it's never a good place to be. That's not why we lost tonight. We got outplayed. Um, but it definitely makes it tougher to overcome. That was thirty grand right there yeah. from Fred Van Fleet. That minute cost him $30,000. Yeah. Was it worth it? Uh, I think so. No, I think so, too. So there's a couple things in this that I wanted to get to. One, he talks about the fabric of the league. And then, two, the other aspect, he talks about how it becomes personal. Do you think that NBA refs like hold a grudge and, and, they, and almost pick on certain players just based on their personality, their 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 uh, experience interacting with said player? Do you, you think they're like – predisposed to call more against that player than they are somebody else? Yeah, I do think that the longer you're in the league, there are definitely some refs that you end up having beefs with, yeah. I do. I think so the, there is. Okay, so the, I so think there are, there are definitely players who can't help themselves, and then there are refs who can't help themselves. And when those two collide, then you got a bloody battle like you've got here with Fred Van Fleet and this Ben Taylor guy. See, I would think that... Now, you tell me that most they get most of the calls right, like based on what they're asking them to do, they would get most of them right. Usually it's people complaining about what isn't called on the yeah. whole. And then, oh, well, it's inconsistent. Look at this. Look at that. I it, It's a tough sport to officiate. See, I would say it is. I would say it's probably the toughest. And you probably have more interaction with uh, the refs in the NBA than you would in any other sport. See, here's what it is. I think the NHL refs, as we highlighted a while back, are used to hearing just the saltiest, dirtiest language directed their way. But I think hockey is the toughest sport to officiate. That in the NFL, in my opinion. I think in the NBA, you've got three you've got three refs, you've got a replay system, you've got another ref sitting on the on the sideline over there, and there's ten people on the court. And on the whole, if it isn't a ridiculously enormously large human being like Shaquille O'Neal, I would like to think that that sport can be adjudicated pretty consistently. And I know you throw a couple seven-footers out there, and the the dudes in the NBA aren't small, don't get me wrong. But it's not ridiculously fast. And for me, it's always the bigs where it's hard to contextualize when you should call a foul. Like Shaq said, man, I got fouled on every – because he was just so big if somebody – yeah. Hit him on the arm, it, it didn't and make a difference. So, and he was so strong that it yeah. didn't look like he was affected in any way, shape, or, or form. Or he could run someone over and get an offensive foul call or something like that just because he's 350 pounds naturally and bump somebody over. See, I think that it's – um. see, there are the old school refs, that, and there's sound and footage of them just, hey, listen, shut up and play, right? They just – they handle it themselves. And the player's like, you shut up. And they, they that was it. 
Nobody was like taking it into the tunnel or whatever. It was just like, I right, shut up and play. No, you shut up and play. Fine. Let's keep going. And it felt like it used to be more of the coaches back in the day who would be the ones yeah. that would do the squawking. Like, there's always the Phil Jackson working his Jedi mind tricks sure. during playoff rounds. And they do it, they, they manipulate the refs. There's a manipulation going on, I think, in all three phases uh, in NBA. But I would say this. So the the clip that we played, okay, coming back was um, from what the NBA calls like the officiating points of emphasis, points right? Points of education. Yes. Okay. So the there's and there's a bunch, right? Because the so the one was like the take foul. Hey, we're explaining the new rule of the take foul. Okay. Here's some examples of it being bad. Here's some examples of it being good. Right. So. The fact, and this is how embarrassing it is for NBA players and the NBA overall. It's pathetic. They started complaining so goddamn much. They would not shut the hell up that the NBA actually had to implement a rule called respect for the game. So you wouldn't act like a bunch of babies. And I wish I could use a different B word, okay? But you act like a bunch of babies. Everything's a foul. Nobody likes you. Everybody's out to get you. If you miss a shot... It can't be your fault. Somebody must have brushed up against you. Therefore, you should be rewarded, and that guy should be penalized. So it is funny. Like, So you can bitch and you can compl- complain, and you can act like you're angry, but you just can't do it in the ref's face. Right. So you can look like you have an issue with it. You can, uh, you can, ha- you can, there can, you can, be, you can react in the heat of the moment, but it has to be away from the ref. Anything directed at the ref, like it's his fault, we don't want to do it anymore. It's your catch-all. Whack, get out. Get away from me, Steve. Get away from me, Steve. I love that. Like, that's just, just do it that way. You think somebody is going into the, some NBA players, like 6'9", 240 pounds is going to go, you know, looking for the, you know, 75-year-old ref who could barely get up and down the court? No, Jokic has his brothers do it. Oh, my God. So, I, I it, part of me, I think they're a little too liberal with the way they do it. But what, what Van Fleet did was kind of childish. I mean, really, in the end, it's like he just doesn't like the way it ends. He no, thinks you know, he's being picked up. Oh, no. like, I was like, shut up. I disagree. I don't think it is necessarily about this particular game and what happened to Fred Van Fleet. However... It is the, this guy has an agenda against me. Like, to me, what Van Vliet said wasn't as much about the calls of that particular game. It was him having a feeling that a ref has a vendetta against him. Ben something Taylor was f- terrible tonight. Something that we have heard. Called him up by name. With Marcus Smart. Yes. Marcus Smart has had issues with certain individual referees and... Well, when they asked Marcus Smart, he was more than ready to comment. I don't know if you guys seen Fred, Fred Van Fleet's interview. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Obviously, it lets you know that I'm not speaking out of my butt, and I'm not the only one that feels that way. So I'm going to let Fred do all the talking for me. I mean, I, I've had my nine years. I definitely had that where I felt officials had personal vendetta. They're humans, too. You know, they have bad days just like we do. Um, so, you know, it's, it's only fair to notice and, and understand and have empathy in the fact that you know, sometimes they're going to let their emotions get the best of them and make calls and judgment calls the way that they officiate. Um, it happens. You know, uh, as players, we just want that consistency. You know, just like for us, you know, we get emotion too. But for us, we get in trouble for it. And we just want that consistency around and that, you know. And that's it. So I've had that in the past, you know. But like I said, up until this year, I'm going to let Fred do all my talking for her on that. See, I love how he kind of like, he leans on the, hey, we get emotional too. 
Okay, I mean, and that's part of it. So there's a reason the NBA said we got to stop all the bitching and complaining. We got to stop these guys from running directly at the ref, asking them to change the call. Have you ever, okay, other than like the obvious, uh, you know, video review, have you ever seen, have you ever complained to a ref and he said, you know what, you're right. In real time, you know what, my bad. Hey, no, no foul. Like, no foul. Has it ever happened? Uh, on replay review, no, yes. Uh, other than a video oh, yeah. replay review, has you, do you but, think you've ever convinced no. the ref that uh, that's the wrong call? No, you're working for the next call, or most guys are working for the next call. And I think the fact that it can be overturned on video review is a part of the reason why we have more guys bitching now than You ever. think, huh? Oh, yeah, because it's the whole, there's a checks and balances. For as much as what you just said is true, let me ask you this. And unfortunately, for those of you that are listening on the radio, I'll have to describe it. For those of you watching on Twitch, you'll understand what I'm talking about. How many times do you see this during an NFL game? And I'm doing the oh. throw the flag motion. Well, that would be... Every play. Oh, my God, there's a hold. Oh, my God, there's a PI. Oh, my God, this guy farted. Oh, man, he's got gas. He bumped into me. Those guys I, I, are usually right. Unfortunately, now in the NFL, every play, somebody's turning around and looking at an official and doing it silently. In the NBA, they're just more verbose about it, and there's less guys on the floor, so they look like bigger dinks whenever they do get into the face of See, these I, officials. I think that, that, and I would say that most of the time, I, mean, I know we're not going to chart it, but most of the time where they do the whole, you know, the throw, the, throw, the, throw flag the flag or throw the challenge usually, flag, coach. They're usually right. See, that's the one I that think gets they're me. usually right. But that ties into my whole point. How many times a, a game does a receiver look to the coach and be like, yeah, yeah, I caught it. Throw the flag. Throw the red flag. It's either, hey, ref, throw the yellow flag, or hey, coach, throw the red flag. Well, what about what about a defensive lineman that is obviously being held, and the first thing he does is holding, holding, holding. Yeah, I yeah. hold me because he that's obviously whole, is. Throw, right. To me, that's easier to see, first of all. But why and, do they react that way? Because, because they know there's now a system of checks and balances to where they can do it. They're just not as verbose about it. Yeah, when I look at Marcus Smart, if you went and looked at every single – see, it's funny for him because he gets a lot of calls that he shouldn't get also. Who's this now, Marcus, Marcus Smart? Marcus Smart. He gets a lot of calls – You could argue that. – that he shouldn't get. Like, he baits the refs and he baits the players and he's really clever with it. But he and draws charges, things draw, like that. Yes, yeah. and he like – he's body language king. He's all flaring all over the place with his body language. And sometimes it works and sometimes he doesn't. I would say this. I heard uh, – I think it was Dwayne Casey one time. They had him mic'd up. And he was he was uh, uh he was yelling at the refs, and he was telling them stop anticipating the foul, stop anticipating it. Interesting. Stop assuming that that play is going to be a foul before it even happens. That's part of the human nature part. I've seen this play a thousand times. He went into him. Okay, that's a foul. Well, maybe it isn't. You know. So I mean, listen, it's a really hard job to do. I get it. Um, and but I would say under the circumstances. I mean, they, they get most of the calls right. I think most of the calls, and I think even with Marcus Smart, even if a guy has a grudge against him, he puzzles, you know, geez. You know, like, I, I mean, I, I gave you a couple. Well, let's go back and look at every single foul that I called on you or actually even one that you got away with. That's where you need your coach to help. If there is, if, if, if say, Fred Van Vliet goes into the game and he thinks this official has it out for me, 
that's where the that's where the coach has to be the buffer and try to jump in there. I think that happens in hockey. I do. I think there are guys that now hockey refs to me are much tougher. They're not like it feels like NBA refs get very thin skinned very quickly. I think NFL guys on the whole, they they do a good job of sort of dealing with the emotion on the field. There's a lot of sort of group think with uh, officiating crews now when it comes to the NFL. And in hockey, they just get dog cussed, and those guys deal with it. Maria in Watertown wants in on refs treating players a certain way. Hello, Maria. Hello, gentlemen. How are you today? We're good. I, I'm 100% um, on board with the theory of bias against players because we see it not a lot, but enough with Brad Marchand that it is problematic. And there have been a couple of instances, very blatant to me, already this season. One just happened recently where I believe it was in the game in Calgary where he had to leave the game because he was hit from behind. The ref looked at who it was and never made a call on Marchand. And then there was an incident earlier in the season where, again, Marchand was hit, clear penalty, and Marchand legit lost his mind on his way back to the bench, slammed his stick or broke his stick, and he wound up in the box for an unsportsmanlike penalty. So I, I think, you know, maybe some of it is the development of a player's reputation over his career, but at this juncture, when he's basically keeping his nose clean, you need to put that bias aside. A penalty is a penalty. It shouldn't make a difference to you or anybody else officiating the game, what number the player is wearing and what team that player plays for. And until there's accountability on the part of the four major sports league, where it seems like officials can get away with this stuff, can be bad, and there's no accountability, there's really not much explanation, this is not going to stop. And you know what? I give credit to the players who speak out and say the things that we as fans see and say. Maybe they'll start listening. Those are my thoughts. I right. hope you guys both have a great weekend. Maria, you too. You too. Uh, Maria brings up the next level or next layer of this conversation, which is reputation. Because even in the uh, Twitch chat, $10 shake, Marshy's reputation is deserved. And I think where Maria's comments tie in to the officials, that's where $10 shake, hey, you have your reputation. For better or worse, like Brad Marchand has to work so hard to be able to uh, maintain the way he has sort of changed his game. and But there are some guys that just don't give him the benefit of the doubt. And I think that happens a lot in the NBA. You know, you'll see some phantom calls every once in a while because it might be a guy who's a shot blocker and it looks like he swings that arm down and smacks somebody or it looks like it. That guy, to me, is more likely to get called for a foul. So the reputation does kind of tie in and, both ways, by and, the way. And imagine if you're a ref and, uh, you know, and uh, just as much as, uh, you know, players are trying to bait each other uh, to, you know, into a bad situation, you know, the players, the, 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 the slick ones are trying to bait the refs into calling a call that isn't one. Imagine if you go into halftime and sure enough, you go, man, you know, you're talking together like freaking uh, Marcus Smart, he got me. He I, he got me like he he got me like mm-hmm. I I I took the bait I called a foul it shouldn't have been I get I'm gonna you know what that's not gonna happen anymore 
You know, so I think they, the, as far as that, they 100% do. But the bitching and the complaining, the rule was put in there so they would stop the bitching and complaining. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing everybody. Every single every single shot, somebody wants something for it. So I don't know if it ultimately changes. And I bet when the playoffs start, it actually, a lot of them swallow their whistle. 1142, Gresham Foyer here with you. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to have access to one of the greatest gambling minds ever on the first day of online wagering in Massachusetts. Your much-awaited pick from Christian Fourier is next. W-E-E-I. I love E-E-I, W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England's sports original. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. On the first day of online gambling and online sports betting here in the state of Massachusetts, we have been giving you bets all along with the lunchtime parlay. Now, yes, Christian Fourier has uh, called the ambulance and got everyone to get his record at zero and zero on mm-hmm. the sheet here, even though he is a part of the lunchtime parlay, which, by the way, yesterday's parlay went up in smoke pretty quick. Uh, I was the only one who had a winner, so we went one for three in yesterday's four-leg parlay. The four-leg parlays are where you can get some value. So we're back up on that horse once again. <laughs> By the way, the overall records for everyone, as we mentioned, Christian Fourier, zero and zero. Zero, zero. And listen, I will say this. If anybody wants to play along, if anybody wants to, you know, like kind of tag along with my bets, you can go ahead and do it. It's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be a, a, a lucrative ride. And we'll have lots of, you know, discretionary income to buy lots of stupid things. How about oh, that? I'm How about sure. that? That's the tagline. Zero mm. point zero for now for now i actually actually i actually took my bet from today and placed my first bet on the FanDuel app and my uh and the bet uh, i guess uh, should i go first should i go first let me go first what well, listen first. you're mr gambling i am mr Call me you GG. are you are sam uh, i will also answer to mr you are, gambling you are saul rothstein <laughs> we'll just change your name i know it was sam everyone uh, it's his brother saul so i'm taking uh i'm taking alabama okay so obviously conference play going on right now uh, I'm taking Mississippi State at Alabama. Uh, Alabama minus seven. Um, see, I think on mine it says minus seven and a half, but I'll take the minus seven here for the sake of parlay. Oh, uh, really? Minus seven. No. We're taking minus seven. But what you really First do. mistake as a gambler. Yeah, stupid thing, so. and, and normally in parlays you would go for the, the, the half a point or the hook. It's fine. I'll to take make a, sure that there's it. no loss. Change it to seven and a half. I want to win. I don't want to tie I don't know what tie. So we'll make right, it seven so and a half. Seven and a half, okay. which is what the post and line okay. is. Yeah, you're a number one seed. You're a number one seed for a reason. Don't worry about the, the seven and a half. They'll cover. Bama's going to cover that. And I put place my bet. So me alone, I put 25 bucks on my FanDuel app. So my 
wins me $20.83. Total payout of $45.83. So now you're confusing everyone by I'm getting just saying, your individual I'm ones. I'm just like, that's my individual. If you want to ride with Foe, yeah, let's go. All right, so you're going Alabama minus well, seven and a half. Let's go. That game's at one. Uh, also, get it in There's early no is what you're no saying. Yeah. Or have another bet yeah. for afternoon that you could uh, recalculate yeah. the uh, the parlay. Uh, Billy, I never it, thought I'd be rooting for Mississippi State. But nah, we can Billy, get, come on. We can, get a re- we can have a really good idea where we are when this show starts to wrap up around 2 o'clock. <laughs> that is true. Can we, get that, uh, uh, we have all these TVs. None of them work. Oh, my God. Okay, we have this can we one that one keeps TV cutting that out. Can we get one, I mean, please? Look, I mean, we have three TVs, and they're all from, like, 1995. Well, you know, well, one of them is strictly for you to look at yourself. Well, Mingles. Well, that's the, that's the best one, too. How about that? Tide Def. Mingle's on vacation this week, so we he have to de- wait. He deserves it. Until he does. Because he does he'll come it. back and he fix should, that direct TV in about get, two minutes. They should give him two weeks. Billy, what do you got? I'm taking uh, Nikola Jokic to have over 22.5 points against the crappy Spurs. You're going back to it again, I'm going back you? to play a play. Going back to a play. And the Spurs again, I think, by the way. Well, what was the first one? The, I that, thought that, that you had Jokic over points, and I thought it was San Antonio the, the first time. Well, the first one, I think the first one was like a, a month or so back. I had It might have been um, might have been Jalen Brown against the Spurs. You know what? I know. That was like the first no action. I thought you had a Jokic where he got like his 100th triple-double. And he it missed was, by a half a point. Yeah, yeah, that's what oh, it was. Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. no, so it was Jokic, I, not necessarily against the Spurs, but it was definitely Jokic. Okay, I mean, the guy's MVP. Give me twenty-three points against the Spurs. Does he make it out of warm-ups? Billy? It's not that no, hard. No, probably yeah, that's not. True. They'll slip on a wet spot. <laughs> Billy has had a hell of a run of picking guys this week that got hurt right before the game. Giannis was day to day. Like, come on, who 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 flinches at a day to day? We're all day to day. Exactly. Nope, didn't play. Kevin Durant can't stand up straight, can't run. I miss out on that. <laughs> Jokic, stay healthy. Give me 23 points against the Spurs. That's right. And keep your brothers out of trouble, please. Chicken Nick, what do you got? I'm also going an early game, also college basketball. Give me Michigan State minus four and a half against Ohio State. Michigan State has beat Ohio State the last few times they have played. They beat them by six last week and 21 a month ago. So give me Michigan State minus four and a half. All right. And uh, I'm going to go with Tulane minus two against Wichita State in the American Athletic Conference. Uh, This game has gone from Tulane minus one to Tulane minus two. But it looks like a lot of the Sharps are on Tulane in this situation. I waffled. I almost took Miami plus the points today in the ACC tournament against Duke. But instead, I'm going Tulane minus the two against Wichita State. So here we go. Alabama minus the points. Michigan minus, Michigan State, excuse me, minus the points. Nikola Jokic over 22 and a half. Tulane minus two against Wichita State. Your $10, ladies and gentlemen, will win you $111.79. That's right. Now, for the first time, In the state of Massachusetts, you might be sitting in your car eating some chicken. You might be hate eating. You might just be having a smoke break. You say hate eating? Yeah, yeah, you might hate your life. You might hate your life so bad that you went and just got a mound of burgers and you're sitting in your car farting away, slamming those things down because you don't want to look at the person sitting beside you. (laughs) It can. It depends on what day of the week it is. On Friday, it's just a party day. Might be payday, but anyway. Just for the record, though, can I add this before we get out of here? Sure. Um, I am starting my own little little square here on our grid, uh, and I'm calling it Since We Refresh. This is the unofficial counter, and I'm using you guys also. So you can keep your year-long little trend that you already have going. 
but I'm going to start keep track of my own record of you guys starting today. Just so you know. So don't manipulate it. Don't mess with it. Okay? Leave it the way it is. I'll keep track. There you go. I just want to let that be known so we have a real He'll official update time. that thing for about two days. Yeah, you know, I was just going to say, this feels like it's going to go down like, the road. Should uh, that should be a problem. The Foyer Friday music, Billy. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Nick, can you update the standings in my column? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nick, I can't get, I can't log into the show sheet. <laughs> yeah, Nick, uh, 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 Christian, what were your last three picks? I don't know. Just give me wins. I did say that, by the way, when you were gone one day. Of course you did. And I didn't get a winner. That's all right. That's fine. Listen, uh, we're all starting over. We will get the uh, lunchtime parlay out on social media. Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I on Twitter. Easiest place for you to find the picks. We go to Florida to talk to the voice of baseball in Boston, Loomerloni, next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.